This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Uh-oh. The reset. Mike number four. Trouble here in River City. Oh, this is uncomfortable. This is just uncomfortable. We'll try again. Try this one? Huh? Yeah, try that one. Hang on. That could be better. Oh, it's rotating around. Oh. The windmill. Does this work? How come mine doesn't work? Only one mic that doesn't work in the whole damn thing. Well, good morning anyway, everybody. How are you? Know what it is? It's that ice storm in Texas. It's, <laughs> it's the problem. Uh, good morning, everyone. It's five forty-six now since the debacle. Uh, my name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, uh, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go for another day here, and we've got a. I mean, this is a mess. <laughs> Look at all this. We've twisted everything around to make one thing work. I'll lean into it. That's all right. Uh, my microphone doesn't. Hold on a second. Let me try. Still all the wires could be. Uh, we'll string you up. You'll be like the uh, Emperor from Star Wars. No, yeah, it doesn't work. Oh well, we'll get it figured out. If not, we've got this contraption to work with today, <laughs> and that'll be just fine. Uh, it is. Uh, it is uh, time to start the show, and we're off to a great start. I think <laughs> <laughs> this is the best it's been in a long. Doesn't someone have COVID? Can we go home again? <laughs> isn't sure. the building? Isn't the building infected? Can't we just uh, end this? Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully everybody's up after President's Day and having a. Their three-day weekends just up. Oh, now the windows are all broken. It's just not good. Nothing's going on no, here right around here today. Right. No, there's a car car crashing. Yep, not, everything's broken. I'm just hitting buttons now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it is bad. I was brought the ice storm. My dad's in Texas, and I talked to him yesterday just uh, you know, thinking, hey, is this affecting you? And he goes, yeah, we haven't had water for three days. Oh, man. I'm like, no kidding? He goes, it's been nine degrees the entire time since uh, like last Thursday. It hasn't gotten any higher than nine. Glad we moved here. Yeah, and he's like, it's great. He's got like... Like uh, I forget what he said. This is this is a text you get from your dad when he's retired, and he uh, he moves to Texas. I, I I said it to him. I said everything else. Yeah, we stocked up a little bit before the cold snap hit. Uh, folks around here, oh, it's effing cold. Is what he first says. Folks around <laughs> here say it's the coldest it's been in about seventy years. Uh, the power's fine so far, but we haven't had water for three days. Uh, put round bales out for the horses, cows, and donkeys. They have shelter, and we have twelve dogs. Uh, they're in our big utility area, so they're good. They've got shelter. Uh, hopefully it doesn't last a week because that's all the food we've got. I'm like, well, there you go. Oh, and that's like that's real talk. My dad says, man, basically, it's we've frozen over. He, I know we talked a little longer, and he's like, it's not snowing like crazy, or is it just wet? And then it turns into sheets of ice like immediately because it's Which, not it's not no, snow weather. Yeah, and if it's that cold, you know, the ice takes over. That's way worse than oh, yeah, removing well, snow. Yeah, that's the thing. Once it gets down to that, it's not snowing weather where it's just cold. 
whatever happens in the air freezes and lands, and he's, yeah, it's just watery, wet, and gross. I so. remember you probably experienced it a little bit, but in the Midwest, when they would have all of a sudden that ice rain, oh, stuff would weigh down the uh, yeah. trees, branches, uh, power outside, lines. Stuff would kill you. Like things would fall and kill you because the weight of the yeah, it's brutal. And here we are sitting in this, but this is that annoying time of year in Arizona for the next month and a half. Where uh, we do annoying, like the news people all do that. Well, here we are sitting in seventy-one degrees. Don't su- don't shovel sunshine. Yeah, exactly. We see all that Shut dumb up, stuff. Dude. You go to spring training games, and there's always that. It's fake weather. Yeah, the yeah. Cubs. The Cubs and A's are enjoying our seventy-five degree weather here in March, where it's thirty-three in Chicago. And the crowd goes ah, oh, and then they clap like somebody did that. It's just weather, you idiots. But yeah, so we're in that weird time where we're. Smug. But then again, it reminds me, and I told my dad, I'm like, why did you move? He goes, well, Texas is, you know, the the, the tax situation. He's got a ton of land for nothing. It's, and wasn't he, isn't that supposed to be like a mild area? Not <laughs> No, it's, well, it's not like this. This yeah. is unusual. But it's, yeah, they have winter, but it's not like a, it's just cold. It's sort of, uh, I wouldn't even say it's Flagstaff because that gets more snow. It's just, it has winter. It yeah. just has a winter time. He's in somewhere, our South of Austin, in some rolling hills area. I don't know what they do there. But it gets cold because it's just giant open spaces. But, yeah, we, we're annoying about it. And you're going to start hearing it. Like the, the weather people can't stop laughing. Like Royal Norman's going to do it today. <laughs> They're dying in Oklahoma. And here we are with the top off the car. And you rub it in. It's like, meanwhile, their neighbors are passing away. They, my dad has no water. It's very serious for them. And... Uh, <laughs> like, no, we just want to brag about how nice it is. But it is. So uh, live in paradise. My friend's uh, mom lives in Oklahoma. Hasn't had a day above zero for 11 days. Can't leave the house. <laughs> she, yeah, I know. I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah, I don't understand. It was strange. So, uh, And he wanted to brag about it. I've so, been that dick. I was telling my cousin all weekend, man, I'm out riding the motorcycle and everything because yeah. it was seven degrees for a high there <laughs> That's on Sunday. That's no good. No. Why do you live in that? <laughs> Earthquakes. Tornadoes. This is Oklahoma. Earthquakes, tornadoes. Uh, the ice storms come every year. This, it's just and it's just miserable in the summer. So why would you live anywhere but a place like this? I don't get it. I don't get it. We live in paradise. And people who are, I, would have, I need seasons. F you. No, my seasons I'm better good. have running water. That's my seasons. I'm not going to sit back and go. Well, these seasons are fantastic. I haven't had running water in three days, but seasons are great. My dad can't take a bath. I hope he enjoys seasons. Stupid. Remember, uh, remember our old morning guy Sludge over KDKB. Oh yeah. Here's him walking to work this morning in Chicago. He works in Chicago now. Yeah, he's in Chicago. But look at that. Just Ugh. the streets are just bare, miserable, and it is coming down. Look at that. No cars for miles. No. That, and he has adopted the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, of course. Remember when he was here? He was a huge yeah, Cardinal yeah, fan. Oh yeah. yeah. I think he moved to Philly and was a Giant Eagles yep. fan. He worked at the. Uh, he was a Giant Eagle fan. Is what he was the grocery store. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was. <laughs> He's a, he's a radio he's knob. A, it, I, pathetic. Yes. <laughs> it is so and there's a reason why you move every 16 months. You're not being authentic. No, there's no reason for people to believe you're a huge This is fan how of, it is yeah, living I, in the mean streets. Yeah. It's awful us Chicagoans. Yeah, that's right. We buy that you're in on this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for a long time and as a huge Bears fan. Okay, n- knock it off. And you know the person who doesn't care about that? The guy in Chicago. People from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. they're like, all right, yeah, we know. Yeah, we get up decades every year. It's cold. I can't believe this. Yeah, it's. I'm. I live here. I'm looking out my window, seeing the same thing. Jackass. Can't even drink my old style. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a good yeah, thing. That's, that's a great thing. If the weather stops you from buying and drinking old style, good oh. for you. Uh, in Chicago, at least. It's a, it's a novelty here. Oh, yeah. Because we drink it like it's, it's an, an import. import. Here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's great here. Like, oh, my God, they have old style in Chicago. You're like, oh, God, Stroh's an old style. What the hell? <laughs> but then once you drink it, you're like, oh, that's right. This sucks. Yeah, it's this just old suck. style. <laughs> it's just some beers. are like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. But it's not, you know, the higher end beer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The you're prices not, you pay out oh, here now are seven, ridiculous. There's places that sell for like five bucks a can yeah. when they're running shy. Like, we got old style. I'm like, yeah, so? <laughs> I got bathroom. <laughs> I go in there and dip some water out of a tank. Uh, it's 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 we're in we're in a good spot. We're in a lucky place. But uh, yeah, let's not be annoying. But watching the weather, people's going to be just flat out. It's the towns yeah. like Houston that rarely get it that yeah, cold, and and you don't even have. I mean, some of those places don't have the uh, heat set up. No, well, they're, they're, that's what my dad said. This place is not equipped for this. He said, there's, there's, nobody's ready for this at all. And he said, so the water thing is no surprise, but it's they're, they're, they don't prepare for this long. A couple days, a day, but they're like, this is like going to be six, seven days of freezing. You always ask that uh, question on the other side of it, like if you have a house, like there's places in Denver that never had an AC, but then those heat waves come in. People die. Yeah. Um, they come in for a week and you're like, what would you rather have? Yeah. People croak and stuff in Chicago. They're like, hey, we just open the windows. But we're in a week of 90, and it's 97 degrees. You don't realize your house will And 90% humidity. Right out. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll die. Uh, speaking of dying last night, laughed for a good hour. I got to say thanks to the folks over there at The Good Doctor. Funniest show on TV. Back at it again last night with another fantastic episode where it was so woke, Brady, that there were, I count them, nine references to how horrible white people are. Immediately I'm dying because every one of them was funny. Uh, and then uh, a black lady misdiagnosed a black patient, and the black patient happened to know every statistic on misdiagnosis by race. And I'm like, this show is really going woke. And then they throw it over the top with the uh, a gay couple comes in, and one's experiencing like vision problems and stuff. And they find that he's got a, uh, a brain tumor, but they did some testing, and they're like, there's also something going on with your ovaries. He's like, oh, right, I forgot to tell you, vagina. <laughs> He's got a beard and all this. And, but the thing that was going on with the ovaries, Brady, and you're going to like this, he Baby. was pregnant. Oh, boy. And <laughs> I, Baby. There we went. So the boyfriend's like, oh, my God, he can't be pregnant. He's on the testosterone in the middle of the transition. He's like, no, pregnant baby inside. I don't know what you say you identify as, but what you are right now is a pregnant fella. Then the mental doctor comes in and he goes, are you a gay man? And he goes, well, yes, I am. But you have vaginal intercourse. It's like, so? And he goes, that doesn't make any sense. And he's like, oh, my God, the only one that makes sense here is the Tardo. And he, he's running. He gets run out. It's like, I'm so sorry. There's lawyers. There's lawsuits. And then chicks throwing themselves at the mental doctor. The show is hilarious. The fact you guys aren't watching it is killing me. Well, you got Nine o'clock Monday nights. I know that's too late for you, but DVR it, Brady. Uh, it is. Well, no, I've, I just really forgot it again. Oh, oh I mon- write I'll get it, it on demand. Monday, they're charging you on demand for some reason. It's two ninety nine an episode because oh, I was going to watch from the first episode on and see. You can't was, catch on Hulu. I didn't check Hulu. Okay. That was one All thing right. I didn't do. But yeah, it's on uh, on uh, the on demand, and then there was another thing I checked for, and it wasn't. It was two ninety nine an episode. Is it worth two ninety nine? No, I didn't watch. Oh, okay. I, 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 hell no, <laughs> no. It's on every Monday. But the fact that these that these women are – and he's like a six-year-old. He had a dream. He kissed another girl, so he told this girl he's dating that he, that he kissed another girl in his dream. And it's someone he works with. And then 
He said, if I'm attracted to you, I should not have problems with another girl. And then she goes, it's all right. I'm attracted to other people. He goes, no, no, no. And I'm like, oh, this is great. He's like a six-year-old. When you would never trust him with a scalpel, he flips out over the smallest things. And then he's in the operating room doing brain surgery. Whose idea was this show? Oh, it's the funniest thing ever. But the pregnant man put it over the top because in the middle of it, this dude with a beard who you'd never guess is a woman. Looks at his boyfriend and he goes, I'm keeping it. It's always been my dream to be a dad. And I'm like, oh, the writing is <laughs> – I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to put that together I, in my head. And you can't be like – like I'm, I just – I'm just like this show is so woke. It's it's over woke. It's 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 beyond. The writers are like we just knocked a homer. <laughs> oh, they're thinking to, and fifty people. I turned exactly. I turned to Megan and I said, "What is the 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 micro marketing of this show to people? Like, how many people can relate to being a pregnant man and saying, you know what? This is I'm keeping it. And like, there's like five people." On the planet, I said Ned that would, yeah, Beattie, but it was Jim Beatty or something. Yeah, Remember Jim Beatty, old yeah. Jim Beatty got yeah. I me mean, one dude, but like five people on the planet are like, oh, that I can relate to that. Like, who are you talking to? And, and but as a like uh, like my one friend who I will remain nameless, a comedian said, the worst thing you can be right now in Hollywood is transphobic. Like you can't make a slight joke or, or act mis- like you misunderstand yeah. it or anything else, or you're out, you're out on your ass. And he said, dude, that is the most dangerous. Uh, icy road to go down right now is to make any jokes about uh, anyone transitioning. He said, you got groups, all those groups come after you, all of them. And, but the good doctor, I'll laugh all day at that pregnant man. I don't care how old I, if I live to be a thousand years old. I'll never be so woke as to not think pregnant man's hilarious. I will always find pregnant man riotously funny. And, uh, and last night it was a really funny episode because the one person that had logic in the whole thing was the one who had, uh, you know, the mental, incapability of being a normal guy. Oh, it's great. Well, next week when they throw the antebellum baby shower. (laughs) And then really wake you up because it's racist gays. One of them's a a trans uh, trans uh, transitioning, I guess. I'm in on that one. Let me set my alarm. (laughs) We're going to have a rate. Oh, be great. An antebellum uh, gender reveal. (laughs) Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) I don't even know if that's a thing, but this show will make it a thing. It's so over the top. Every chance they get, like the one, the Asian lady was, she's got post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't know any of the characters' names outside of Sean Murphy, the main mental doctor. And uh, she's got a disorder. And the white guy who runs the hospital comes in and says, if you need help for PTSD, uh, we can help you. And she goes, it's stigmatized if I announce that I've got this. She goes, you don't have to be ashamed to have problems. And I'm like, oh, this is a good, good part of the show. And she goes, said the white man. Oh. And he goes, fine. And he's like, fine. And he just leaves. And it's like, man, every chance they get to say that white people have an easy take. And it just reminds you as a white guy, life's pretty easy. <laughs> like these people are worried about this constantly. Evidently, it teaches – I think it teaches uh, other races and people of color that they have to constantly feel like they're less than. That's what the show teaches me. It's like, oh, you're, it's e- you're white. It's easy for you instead of just saying, hey, I'm also – 
the head of surgery at a San Jose hospital, but I'm still going to be worried about this. I had to work twice as hard. Maybe so, but you did it. Nice job. You're there. And then the, the – oh, it's just great. The black lady that came in was singing a song, and she was out of her mind. Blood pressure through the roof. She was fat, uh, African-American woman, and she smelled like pot. And so the other – the African-American doctor said, uh, all right. And they hooked her, and they're like, all right, I see what's going on here. And uh, it's like uh, she's having some sort of episode. She's freaking out from weed, and they gave her this thing to calm her down from thinking that her high blood pressure was from weed. They didn't find her blood pressure pills, even though she said, I'm on blood pressure pills. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever, weedy. you got issues going on. And they judged her based on her race and her smell, <laughs> and that's funny in itself. That sentence. And in the end, she turned out to be a really good person, and she told the other black doctor, she said, uh, I, I, for years I tried to make white people happy. And those days are over. And the other one's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Because all they did was realize they worked really hard to, to make white people comfortable. And I'm like, this show's fantastic. <laughs> Pass me another mimosa <laughs> as we watch our television. And it's bedtime at 10 o'clock for our get up early jobs. It's hilarious. Oh, but then that, that mental doctor having girl problems. Oh, I, I could go on and on. The good doctor, Mondays <laughs> at 9 on ABC. <laughs> It is the, the funniest. The episodes seem to be getting better. Oh, the f- oh I, I'm not kidding. I, I, Larry watches now, and we text. We like have a little group text going about how silly this show is. It is hilarious. Anybody that's moved dramatically by this show is so unfriendable. Like I would never be friends with you if this. Like the show moves me. It's so dramatic. The acting's terrible. You might be waking some people. <laughs> Oh, the, the ratings and, and they're seeing it. Trust me, the ratings in Phoenix are going to spike. Pregnant man, and we're supposed to go, yes, this is a – well, I'm supposed to sit back and go, that is such a wonderful moment. Middle America has got to just be rolling in its, its graves they're not in yet, watching. It's like, pregnant man, I'm supposed to feel all right about this? <laughs> what? And then by the end, they're like, you're so brave. You're so brave. Yeah, he's brave. I don't know if he's got a dick or not, but I don't want a baby coming out of my urethra. <laughs> That's crazy talk. I'm going to peel Ooh. it like a banana? That would – Oh, the pressure. It's like a snake swallowing a bowling ball. I don't want any of this. (laughs) Greatest show on TV right now, The Good Doctor. And I went back. I'm like, I've got to see where this thing started from episode one on. Because first off, the mental doctor coming into your room and the things he says would get that place shut down so much faster than any of the racist stuff they're trying to say. He's awful. He says horrible things to patients. And And nobody ever says, wait a minute, what was that? He'll walk into a room fire off terrible stuff and then leave and they're like you gotta understand they don't ever say he's, he's they can got cover it. for him they don't ever say he's on the spectrum or anything it's just he's just the dick that talks like a robot said horrible things and another doctor kicked him out and then they just move on as a patient you'd be like wait a second is he gonna be in on my brain surgery yes he's a very good surgeon i don't want that dickhead touching my brain did you hear what he just said about me and my gay partner i'm a pregnant man for god's sakes i got a lot of stress well then we'll bring in dr house <laughs> And House is House was you you he keep, said he's you like a keep boy trying scout. to compare and comparing him to House. Watch House again, then watch this, and you'll be like, yeah. "Oh my!" House was, gonna, was just a a, a jerk. It yeah, sounds like a, yeah. it sounds yeah. like a cross between House and like Doogie Hauser. He's not trying to be a jerk. He's, okay, he's and he's life mentally goes on. gone. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Corky and Doogie Hauser are doctors. But everybody thinks he's like house. But, everybody but, thinks he's a dick. But they're trying to go the house route. But nobody's like no patient would tolerate it. House even got to the point where I didn't watch that show. So I'm like, no one would tolerate this. But house was never wrong. House came in and just spewed like the facts and said, you're fat. You got to lose weight. You know, things like, oh, Jesus, this isn't comfortable. This guy comes in and throws out like his, his confusion 
and he's just wrong to do it. It's like things he says. And they would lose some patience. Oh, they'd too. lose. T- well, the, tons of them. Tons of you, the, Brady, I'm offended that you keep comparing it to something else. The good doctor stands alone. <laughs> Stop saying it's like something else. Watch the good doctor and go, oh, wow. No, this is different. Corky doing surgery is a riot. And House wasn't a comedy. This show, I think, is the best comedy ever written since Cheers. It's the funniest show I've ever watched. Oh, you have vaginal intercourse. Like, all right, that's enough. And they shuffle them out of the room. Like, sorry about that, almost. Anyway, you're pregnant, dude. <laughs> and then the the soft music comes up in the background. Like, what are they doing? Who are they talking to? Who is this show aimed at? Nine pregnant men in the world of all time? I don't even know if that, that might be a high number by seven. Oh, it's so good. So good. I tried to tell my dad last night, hey, while you're iced in, good doctor, ABC. Uh, he's like, I don't watch that garbage. I'm not watching that garbage. I'm like, I know, I know. It's not your age demo. I don't know who they're appealing to. I'm just I'm throwing it out to everybody until somebody goes, it's, it's amazing. You have to be the most annoying. You are the, the family that sits down to watch the good doctor. Oh, the doctor. You, you got to be like so annoying to like the entire show. There's maybe a piece here and there, but I mean, to actually relate to any of it. or What if you uh, had so um, a kid or... Uh, on, the spectrum. on the spectrum? Yeah, I talked to somebody who has a kid on the right. spectrum. One person's like, oh, I don't like that you're calling him names and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but he's not. And what's the deal? Like, woke show? Uh, cast a real guy on the spectrum. What's this thing? You've got some guy faking it. Yeah, this is, actor. This is oh, a so he's not a real guy. No. He's not really on the spectrum. Freddie okay. Highmore is the executive producer of the whole thing, too. Wow. Uh, he was the Bates Motel. He played Norman Bates. Okay, and, right. yeah. So uh, they don't even have that. But yeah, I've talked to one person. One another guy on the spectrum said, My kid's never going to be a doctor. First off, it's dreamland from all the kids in his class. and all. So he was like really honest about like, I wouldn't trust this kid with a butter knife and bread. <laughs> and his kid's like super high functioning. Oh, it's a riot. And the way you make him talk and he never, he just always looks at the ceiling tiles. <laughs> you are a pregnant man. How? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You're a doctor. Get out. You can't ask that. I am attracted to other people too, Sean. No, 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 no. And he leaves his lunch with peanut butter jelly and milk <laughs> at the hospital. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Have you cried yet? No. Well, from the laughing, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a special moment of They're uh, the all good special doctor. moments. It's so it's over with It's them. so over the top special. It's like a parody of what a drama should be. If they tried to make a Mexican telenovela more dramatic. And I can tell by watching those things they're poorly acted and over dramatic. It's hilar- it is hilarious. That's all it needs, really, is an audience of. But oh, it's so funny. Good doctor, nine o'clock ABC. You're going to see a spike here in Phoenix. You're, congratulations, ABC fifteen. I just blew up the good doctor numbers for you, <laughs> Steve. Just found out last week, renewed for another season. Oh, then Steve Irvin comes on every once in a while. Tonight at eleven or ten, whenever I don't know when he comes on. Tonight at 10, her panties smells like, what? <laughs> oh, I got to watch the news, too. His promos are great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I digress. So good. And I'm so upset that you guys aren't. It's, a, it's, a, it's homework now. Morning sickness homework. Right, I'm going to set a reminder in the phone. Kick in next Monday. And if you want to spend like $10 and watch four or five episodes and just kind of get a gauge on it. Might have to do that. And go into it knowing it's hilarious. Don't be the dick that goes, this isn't funny. You're trying to watch it for what it is. Watch the way I watch, which is this is funny. Like all the and all the jokes land. They don't know they're writing jokes, but all of them land. Like it's out loud laughter, and that's rare in my house. Like most of the time, I snicker or like <laughs> that's funny. I'll say so. That was funny.
But this is like, oh, 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 where my stomach actually hurts a little afterwards. That thing when his girlfriend and him got in an argument over whether his dream kiss was a thing she needed to worry about. And then he flipped out when she said, and then a dude walks by who's really handsome. And sits down and she looks and he goes, no, no, no. And then they cut to the pregnant man. And I'm like, oh, that's how they're leaving us. So good. Anyway. And I'm telling you right now, if you needed brain surgery and this dude came into that's your room. That's the guy. You would leave. You, you, can act, you, would, you would even be confrontational, Brady. Nope, 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 nope. Nick that thing a couple of times. I'm having shoulder surgery March 5th. If my doctor came in and said, I have an idea for how your surgery should go, I'm going get, to get another dude now. <laughs> Whoever it is, I'm going to tell him to walk in and, yeah. and, oh, yeah. him and look at the ceiling tiles. If you, could, if, you oh, could talk him into, if you could talk, <laughs> hey. talk him into being a little bit re-re. If you break out a little bit re-re. <laughs> if you roll a doctor in in the suit, I have a plan for your surgery. Like, oh, what's going on? And if I say anything, am I not woke? Am I trouble? My Chris Harrison, I just don't care. A thousand, a thousand year old man. I'm sitting there, nine hundred ninety nine years old, uh, July twenty fifth, th- uh, thirty nine seventy two. That be I don't know when I was born. <laughs> but I'm sitting there staring at this twenty ninth. What was it? Twenty nine seventy two? Is that always a thousand years? Anyway, that's how I'd be. Nine hundred nine, July twenty fifth that year. I'd tell my Borg friend and my robot, uh, pregnant men are hilarious. That would be the only thing that you'd hear me say. Live to be a thousand. That'll never not be funny to me. Never not be funny. You could walk up to me right now and go, I'm uh, the leader of the society of, of uh, troubled pregnant men. And I'm going to laugh hysterically. Oh, no, stop. This is a very serious problem. No, it's not. It's a hilarious problem. And it affects about seven people in the planet. It's a waste of my time to even try to make this a cause. You know how to avoid being a pregnant man? Uh, stop taking D in the hoo-ha. <laughs> That's pretty much the easiest way. As a pregnant man, mind your ovaries. Well, next week's going to be a potential letdown. Why? How do you follow up that? Oh, thing? that is true. This this last Monday was, but you know what? So far, so good, Brady. Because each week, I'm like, how can they top that? And then pregnant man rolled in, and black lady that smelled like weed that got misdiagnosed because they're all racist deep down, and then they all became woke in the end, spouting out statistics of evidently everyone learned. Evidently, uh, the lady, the the uh, patient knew that uh, she turns to the doctor, goes, "You know, and I know." That uh, black people in a hospital are twenty two percent less likely to be di- uh, prescribed pain pills. <laughs> that, that's not oh, true. Just rattled that. <laughs> like a doctor's going to go, "Are you in pain? I am. Is that right, Lamont? Does it hurt a lot? It does. <laughs> oh, good. You're getting nothing. It <laughs> doesn't happen. We're not giving you pain pills, but everybody else gets them. Well, you're black, so sorry. <laughs> we don't do that for you. That's how it works at this yeah. hospital. You people have a high tolerance for that, right? And this show tried to teach me that doctors will. S- Sit in another room and <laughs> give my black patient any pain medicine. <laughs> They're still holding on to that after-school special. Oh, it's just so bad. After-school specials are better written and better performed. <laughs> than the good doctor? The good doctor is, it's, it, it's if Saved by the Bell tried to have a very special episode. Oh. And <laughs> Ten times over. Yeah. Remember when Facts Life had uh, Blair's uh, cerebral palsy cousin Jerry Jewell come in? And she was very... Yeah, but now she's a doctor. Oh, Just throw no. that in there. Yeah, now she's now she's, Ooh. and they're trying to make you believe that that's a thing. Hilarious. Yeah, say I'm off kilter. Say that I'm not supportive of things. So what? Say it all day. That show's funny, and the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. 
And they could say, there's people on the spectrum who have. I'm sure there are. There's tons of them. Not as bad as this guy. You would never allow this guy <laughs> to touch your brain. He's never going to crack your skull. And you're going to feel like, yeah, but he flips out if his girlfriend actually sees a physical therapist. Like, he loses his mind. He, he, he's his, unstable. His clientele would be yeah. limited for oh, sure. very like, much. They're, they're going to keep that. Like, yeah. don't say he's on the spectrum. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to. <laughs> no. You, right. You don't have you don't, to. Yeah. You, I, I, you know. The the least educated person would know. Hey, this one's not one hundred percent on on board our spectrum, right? He's off of our spectrum. Yes, but he's going to touch your brain with his hands. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a very good surgeon. Yeah, the dude loses his mind if he sees green. I'm not interested in this. Oh, it's so good. Coming up at ten, a poodle lictor. Where? <laughs> That's the best night of TV. Bachelor, good doctor, Steve Irvin's crazy news. Anyway, what are you going to do? Did you watch The Bachelor? I did. Did they, they, they address they, the... Uh... They did not, which surprised yeah. me. But I huh. think the reason why is uh, the girl, I think she wins. We're so down to three. she has not been booted. No, we're down to the last three. We're going hometown next week. The, the dude gets to go visit her family. We're down to hometowns next week, Brady. So he, well, the family's coming to them because of COVID. So everybody moves up. To the thing, at, it's just outside of Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful resort. But, uh, yeah, so the hometowns are next week. I think she wins. And the Bachelor's in a huge pickle, if that's the case. Because, you know, what are they going to do? It's like they've had this time of not taping since it stopped where they've had to stay apart. And then they do the and big that's live. Our, and that's out now. Well, that's the live reveal show yeah. is the first time that they all see each other again after the tapings. And the taping, has, I think they've got one thing. They said they got one thing left to tape. Which means that maybe she hasn't been picked, but they got a bunch. Of, I don't know what they're taping yet. But if he picked the the girl that's being in trouble, and they didn't like, and then he took her, she's from Cumming, Georgia, which is a great name for a city. I know. Where I can said, I find her? Yeah, <laughs> kidding me? Cumming, Georgia. They're just churning <laughs> them out. And uh, so he had to go back to Cumming, Georgia, and meet her family. She doesn't seem racist to me. Like if I was her, and she had like antebellum parties, and she meant it. The last thing I'm doing is going, I'm not going to introduce you to my mom and dad. Black guy. It's not happening. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, they, but they seem fine, and everybody's good. So. so he has to meet the family next week, and I'm kind of thinking maybe she's a winner. And ABC's going to – Disney, ABC, oh, my God, are they going to be in a nightmare if she wins and the dude's happy with her? I can't imagine that's the case. So it hasn't been – has it – been decided not on TV, but in real life, yes. has it been already taped? I think so. Okay. They said they still have stuff to tape, which usually means they've got all the like B roll, the after B roll. They're scrambling. Yeah. They're doing some refilming. Probably. They might refilm the last one. You're not picking her, not out loud at least. But You're going to pick Gina Carano. And by the way, she, yeah, <laughs> special guest Gina Carano comes in and goes, "Hey, is anybody here, Jew? <laughs> Gina? It is a Disney product. That's another one that's gone crazy." She's well, there's a strong done. petition out there now to get her back. To get her back. Well, you wow. can do it all day long. Disney ain't doing that. That's Disney. Uh, they had enough trouble because Walt hated Jews, and that's 
uh, brushed under the rug. Walt was an anti-Semite. He was a Hitler fan. He liked a lot of things that would not be kosher his, today. His brother partied a lot. The one went over there who was very Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Frank Disney? I don't know his name. Let's call him that. But yeah, <laughs> like, Walt, Walt had some views, but everybody kind of brushes that away because like, that was a different time. Was whatever. But uh, the Disney Corporation, if you have a comment that's controversial, you're, they sweep you away. They get rid of you. And they have no bones about that. You know, you got it's so weird right now. Justin Timberlake just apologized out loud to Janet Jackson the other yeah, day. How many years and, ago was and, that? And I mean, then she's like, that's great. And it and made Brittany, her album number right? one. Yeah, and Britney said, I failed so bad. I was like, really? And, it, and her album went to number one because they think it's because of Justin's apology. Uh, the Control album is the number one album in the country. Well, then it was a good apology. Yeah, it's great for both of them. I didn't think that that was what was holding back Janet's career is that, that Justin still had that over her. But And does anybody still believe that that was – Justin just grabbing her and ripping her shirt off. She seems pretty okay with that. That's what she I, I mean, was I don't prepared. Understand. Right, I it was a perfect that, swatch, and that it was, was intentional. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. It was. It seemed like they were both in on it. So his apology should have been like, "I don't think we should do this. It's going to make me look bad." She should apologize why else to would him. You be wearing that sun covered, you and know, why would he no- know? That, like, look, if you've ever tried to tear, like, just in play with your wife or girlfriend, just a the shirt. It's not an easy thing to do. No. I'm not I, I, even. As a strong man, you can't just reach over to a woman and tear just the part you want off. <laughs> She'd probably tumble over. Right. Yeah, yeah, She'd true. stumble yeah. ahead. Yeah, exactly. You reach over to her boob and just pull the nipple part off, and it just shreds off perfectly instead of just dangles. If she didn't look surprised. She was, like, puffing it out. She had a little patch on. That seems to be that Janet kind of owes Justin an apology for saying, hey, I put you in a bad spot by having that being part of our choreography. But nobody will come out and say... That was all planned, folks. We're all right. Sorry you guys were offended, but. They still have to go with the accident part of it. Less fine. <laughs> Isn't the statute of limitations passed by, I, by yeah, now that on that one? So. And as I understand it, there weren't any fines. Or what, well, there was some. some uh, I know I they had to go through the legal TV's process and all that. But I think there was some indecency stuff. So the FCC came yeah, down. FCC a got a little trouble. But, I mean, if yeah, you're right, Brett. If you walked up somebody in 2002 and just ripped the part of their shirt that covers their nipple yeah. off, and then they didn't catch it for 20 years, they'd be like, ah, it's over. I mean, he didn't really. That's terrible, but. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be what they're accusing him of. Yeah, anyway. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and the thing that Gina Carano did to me, and this uh, unpopular, but who cares? I just don't care anymore, uh, wasn't anti-Semitic. She was basically saying that people were so afraid and out of control that they were turning on each other. And, and the PR machine, how they were educated to <laughs> right. say, this, uh, you know, he's talking about Jewish people, are not humans. Right. They were educating the Germans back then. Right, so and then the Germans were, like, the, like the, the citizens were beating the tar out of each other. And yeah. it was, yeah. So she was trying to make a point that says, you don't hear about this in history. But she said, it looks bad. And I don't know why Gina Carano from Mandalorian, with a check that comes to her from Disney every week, felt the need to go on social media and educate people. That's not your job. Tell your friends, tell your family, keep it down. But why did you publish that? Of that was, course it's going to be a controversy. that was years ago, too. Right, but of course it's going to be controversial. That's oh. why I don't understand social media when you're like, you know what, I better get on here and educate people about the Jews. You, you don't realize that what you're doing is like, you know what, this is going to come off bad. Just think it. Know it and say, I know that deep down history has some flaws that people don't like to talk about. But the reason that it hasn't been discussed is because it's really uncomfortable and it doesn't matter now. Uh, but, I mean, the true reason that she got it is because she started spouting off about right-wing stuff. And then yeah. the other dude, like you said. The, she's uh, 
the star know. of the show is just he's made stupid comments all over Twitter too, whether they're right or wrong. It just doesn't seem feasible. That's not what we look to you for. You know, uh, if Vin Scully all of a sudden started to say facts about World War II during a ball game, you'd be like, why is he talking about this? You know? And there's one thing people don't remember is that the Jews turned on each other during World War II as Garvey takes that one in the knees, going to get first base for that. And speaking of taking in the knees, I remember a story about one Jew beating another in the knee the entire time <laughs> just to please the overlords. It was a tougher time. Like, why is Vin Scully talking about this? Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Like, my joke for Vin is always that he never mentioned how Chavez Ravine was built. Because had he ever done that, they'd tear down Dodger Stadium. We moved plenty of Mexicans out of this neighborhood. Just picked the houses up with forklifts and walked away. And there's Jaeger taking one down and low. It's 0-1. Anyway, several died in a skirmish with the construction crew when they refused to leave. But because they were Mexican, it didn't matter. That's ball two to Jaeger. You just can't bring that stuff up in those forums. Why Gina Carano thinks that people needed to hear from her on that was ridiculous. I could have told her as a PR person, why don't you lay off all the Jewish stuff on your Twitter? I know you, you want to educate all the people in Gina Carano land, but it doesn't seem like that's your place. It's She's dumb. always played the, um, you know, the Christian card. So she, or I guess, um, you know, a lot of oh, that yeah. stuff is about. She's very right. The, yes. Uh, yeah, she's very uh, religious right. And that's fine. Yeah. But keep it to yourself. Because it's not uh, it's really dumb. spewing hate by any means, but it – It comes across as misguided, and the, the, my first question was, why'd she do this? Anytime that comes into the equation, <laughs> when you bring up Nazi Germany in comparisons, yeah. anytime, it gets you yeah. in trouble. Anytime you decide to take to Twitter and not take a picture of your pineapple overturned cake or whatever your dumb ass is eating <laughs> – and you decide to say, hey, today, uh, all about the Jews. I got some comments about that. It, it's not going to come across well. I don't know when people will register that that's it. And I know there's going to be morons that text me. It goes, freedom of speech. No, it's not. Twitter's a company. Facebook's a company. It's not freedom of speech. You're free to say whatever you want without going to jail. That's freedom of speech. The fact that you're deciding to publish your thoughts and have somebody say, I don't like that, to the point where now you're not on a Disney show anymore. Like, we can do it because in certain ways – we're responsible with it, but we're supposed to make comments about that. That's our deal. Out of left field, somebody coming in saying something crazy doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't understand Twitter. I don't understand Facebook, and it has nothing to do with free speech. You've given a company. You're basically saying, hey, I'm writing an op-ed piece for the New York Times, and everybody's going to read it. And uh, when it doesn't go over well, they're like, and who the hell are you, by the way? It's like, oh, I'm Gina Carano. I play a... A fighting machine on the Mandalorian? Not anymore, you don't. And now they won't even let kids play with their toys. They took all those gone. It's nuts. We're in a very strange cancellation time. Just use the Facebook for finding old classmates, uh, discovering new brothers or sisters. Do it like everybody else does. It's It's a human yearbook, and you go through and you click one after another going, I'd do that. I wouldn't do that. I'd do that. I wouldn't do and that. And that's what they're actually yeah. what it is. Boy, she turned yeah. into a fat one. <laughs> yeah. You go back and say, I wonder what ever happened. You break out your, yeah. your yearbook from high school and just go down the list and go on Facebook and try to find them. One of the bigger reasons I'm not on Facebook is because I don't want to give the 1,100 people I graduated from high school with the opportunity to see how horrible it's all turned out for me physically. I don't want them to see this. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that goes, holy Christ, Holmberg looks horrible. I haven't checked in with your sister in 20 years. Just go on Facebook. There and you check go. Out. Yep. Okay, I see what she's doing. Save yourself a phone call because she's <laughs> boring as hell. It's essentially what Facebook is. My family bores me to tears. 
I can have a one-sided conversation with them, and, and if they get back to me, that's fine. It's on. This is all on my convenient time. It's great for that. But it's not free speech, and it's not a place you should be spewing off your views. I think that's dumb. I, I just, and educate people. And I, I'm going to be the one that educates you. It's like, who are you? Because you're going you're gonna to run into a wall of people that want to educate you too. And now, boom, there we have it. It's stupid. But now Gina Carano can't work. She's not going to work. She's off the Mandalorian. They're going to kill her in the first episode of the new season. She's donezo. Or they it's just the other way her. for me. I get educated on it. Like, Do you learn? Hey, you, f- you forgot the uh, the D on the uh, end of the website oh, there. Uh, you forgot a letter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, well, you're an old and man. there's a it's couple funny people that came it. in. Hey, go, glad you, you fixed that. Uh, bottom line is. You, keep, you stay on that Instagram, and you're going to step in it, too. Because <laughs> eventually you're going to piss somebody off There's doing no something edu- stupid. There's no only yeah. uh, animal education. Right, yeah. from, and it's going to get – you're going to make yeah. a dick joke and what say – What happened? Uh, he looks like John Travolta, and the next thing you know, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're not. in the baboon cage, and all of a sudden all really? Italians are mad at Brady. <laughs> For that? <laughs> yep, you're gone. What is he talking about that baboon look like Travolta? <laughs> this son of a bitch. Or you're going to do an, oh. <laughs> Are you going to make a – we're not all gangsters. Oh, how dare you? Didn't edit. F that. Yeah, no, that's not. That's you can cuss all day. Yeah, we yeah. respect that. Yeah, they love that stuff. That's their language. That's their love language. Anyway, it's a weird time, but you can't like Gina Carano anymore. You gotta like that good doctor, though. For now. For now. No, it's, she's done. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's over. She's not playing the game properly in Hollywood. I don't understand why you want to go up buck that system. That system beats you. It beats you every time. And you can be a hero to a bunch of people that are like, good, she spoke the truth. You're doing it without a paycheck. Good on you. You can be a Fox News contributor. That's essentially where she's going to go next is the Tucker Carlson show to explain herself to a group of people that already agree with her. So Maybe the matter. view will swoop Yeah, swoop on her. And that's the danger of today. If that's still going. No, they would. Whoopi Goldberg would kill her. Like physically jump on. Gina Carano's not strong enough to stop Whoopi Goldberg in a rage. But yeah. Ooh, that would be a good battle. No, it wouldn't. Whoopi would win that in seconds. Whoopi's crazy. Yeah, that's the problem with Twitter to me is that you don't get the chance to explain yourself. You can be right. The Papa John's thing to this day is like, man, if you'd have just listened, he used the word and everybody shut it off. That's it. He said it. He's toast. But I, if you go back, you're like, he was trying to make a point of how bad it was. He just used the word. We talked about a couple of weeks ago the investigation that – was really probably uh, you know it'd be back, back of the news, the back page. Yeah, basically they're saying there's nothing wrong here. Right. There was right. Uh, oh, they they went all the way through the Papa John thing. And said actually what he did wasn't. He used a bad word. Yeah, it was foul language. Is really what. But the problem not was. in the context of right. actually he was making it as a point. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But as my dad says, can't stop a moving train. <laughs> That's right. And once they got you, there's no explaining it. You look worse. So, learn that from Gilbert Gottfried when he stood in here and said, I wouldn't have apologized. That's my biggest mistake. Because the second I apologized, it was like an admission of guilt, and I lost all my jobs. The Affleck duck. And again, we were so offended. The Affleck duck that Gilbert Gottfried couldn't voice anymore. They found an impersonator to do it. It sounds just like Gilbert Gottfried. It doesn't make any sense if he's still around. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Uh, that good doctor's got me in such a great mood. Such a, I went to bed smiling. Like, that's how you go to bed. You go to bed laughing at pregnant men. And I don't care how woke you want to try to tell me to be. Go F yourself. Pregnant man, funny, all the time. From the beginning of time to the end of time. That's hilarious. Because it's not supposed to happen. It just isn't supposed to happen. Period. Science. 
Uh, so you give us a wake-up song, 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98K. Wake up! Big, red, and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. 98.